this week on the reverse stick, Pro Leagues away at home, indoors at the Euros, and Thierry's already thinking Paris. Welcome to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name's John Lee. I'm joined by... Matt Allen. That's you. Pleasure to be here. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, listeners? Hope you're all well. Yeah, hope you're well. I hope uh, if you got your first games out of the way back after Christmas break, well done. We got our summer games back underway this week, didn't we? we? A head-to-head clash. We'll talk more on that later. Will we? Oh, oh, okay. Plenty to discuss there. Uh, okay. Okay. We've, we've got a, uh, um, a Patreon subscriber to apologise to. Oh, do, do we? <laughs> well, I do. Oh, did you whack him? We'll, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll talk more about it later on. Thanks okay. for joining us, folks, for episode 127 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. It is 127. Have you got some numerical? No, I thought about, I was thinking about it just before we started. Uh, Didn't pre- come up pre- with it pre- in time. Cord. No, no, nothing. One, two, seven. Nothing significant at all. Um, Clint Flicker, actually, uh, 127 international goals. Did he? Yeah. In what, 127 international games? Yeah, about 14 games, I think. Oh, like 14, yeah, might have been yeah. 14 games, yeah. yeah. We'd better get on with the show. <laughs> well, uh, should we start with the playing stuff first? Because we've got not a lot to get through. Pro League's underway, Matt. You'll probably want to say a bit more about that later on. We will, but yeah, let's, games let's... one and two, the home and away legs for China, yep. China Netherlands without travelling further than the Wujin Hockey Stadium. Yep, brilliant stuff. Have you got to see it? I'm sure. Um, let's see, the first game, uh, the Saturday game, it was a 3-0 win to uh, the Netherlands over China. A couple of goals there for Janela Zerbo, field goal on a penalty corner. Uh-huh. Um, one of the uh, younger members of the squad. Yeah, yeah the least experience, so good for... She was on fire, on fire that first game. She was. Uh, game. Lauren uh, Lauren scored a uh, field goal as well. No cards at all in that game. None whatsoever. Uh, you know... It, That's good. The, the pace of the game kind of matched the weather. Okay. Um, second game on the Sunday, it was uh, another victory to the Netherlands, this time 4-2. Good to see China at least get on the scoreboard there. Um, yeah, Nunink... Uh, Keetel, uh, Welton and Matler on the scoreboard for the Netherlands and it was Peng and Chen who got on the scoreboard for the Chinese. Well, it was nice to see the Chinese get a pop a couple of goals. I didn't see it. I, yeah. I was offered a replay, but I haven't had a chance to get around to that yet. And, of, co- <laughs> of course, the, um, the uh, Pro League continues, well, for us, for the rest of the world as well, on Saturday, um, which is tomorrow. We are recording Friday evening, that's yeah, correct. So yeah. it's on at uh, 7pm, at 9.30 here, so 7pm India time, live. Right, Indian Standard Time. Indian Standard Time, that's the Saturday, uh, Sunday game and the Saturday game's on uh, about 3.30 our time, so 12.30, must be a 12.30 game. And is that the only two games on this weekend? I believe it is the only two games on this weekend, the next games are on about the 24th. After this weekend, look, we'll, we'll talk more about the pro league a little bit later when you have some issues. That's that's just what's happened on the. I don't think only, I don't think of any pro, pro league issues at all. We can. We'll, well, talk, I do. We'll, the fixturing's we'll, a joke because you can't have one game here and one game. The whole idea of a home and away league is that you have, you know, what a home and away league should be like. It's, I understand that there's travel issues involved, but there should be more than one game on a weekend in a home and away league. 
Yeah, otherwise, for, it's, for, it just for, for the viewer, to, what to try and spark the imagination well, of the viewer. Well, just hockey follows one yeah. game in a weekend. It doesn't. It, what does that mean? Uh, nothing. And particularly if, like in in Europe for these games, you've got to be up at six a.m., five a.m., six a.m. to get your eyes on the game. Unless you really want to watch Netherlands versus China, you're not going to get, and I'm talking friends and family, you know, mainly. Oh, <laughs> but, get but still, the it. idea of spreading, and, and then you can spread broadcast at times around the world. So yeah, there will be always a game that a hockey lover can turn on and potentially watch. Or, and just for the excitement of the competition, oh, we've had one game, now we've got to wait a week for the men's to have their first game. Yeah, well that was one of the issues oh. I had with the hockey one. Um, in Australia was that inconsistency of the scheduling and you could have some Friday night games and then nothing on a Saturday and Sunday. The next weekend, three games all at the same time on a Sunday. Um, it doesn't give you an opportunity as a, as a viewer to get engaged with that's the time slot that you sit down and you know you can get your eyes on a game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, more news. Uh, the Euro indoors are going on too, Matt. They are indeed. They're, um, and uh, some... Good stuff happening there. A lot of interest uh, in the indoor about now as, About now as we record. Uh, well, I can tell you about now as we record. It's the second... Qu- oh, I'll have to hit refresh. I was up there a while ago. Um, refresh button, Matt. There we go. It's uh, two games going on at the moment. The fourth quarter of Germany versus Belgium. And it's 9-1 in favour of the Germans. That's in the League One. And in uh, Championship 2, it's uh, 40 minutes into the game. Oh, that's the end of the game, isn't it? 7-2, Switzerland over Italy. Uh, all of these games are the men's games to the women's games next weekend. So you can go to EurohockeyTV.org. Um, all the games from Berlin, that's Indoor Championship men, 17th through the 19th, Poland, Ukraine, Austria, Russia, Czech Republic, or Czechia, Netherlands, Germany, Belgium, uh, I think that's your lot there um, over the next couple of days and the Indoor Championship Division 3 men from Santander in Spain it's in Spain isn't it Slovenia, Spain, Wales, Ireland and Scotland all involved there nothing from the Divi 2 stuff unfortunately um, well I can I, tell you now some results it's only day one but uh, Denmark, uh, Turkey have defeated Denmark in Championship 2 7 goals to 3 uh, championship one, uh, Poland got over Ukraine five goals to four. Championship two, uh, Portugal lost to Belarus five goals to four. Euro Championship one, uh, it was Austria over Russia five three. Championship three, Wales and Ireland two all draw. Uh, championship two, Croatia versus Slovakia and it was Slovakia who got up there three goals to two. Euro Championship 1, Czechoslovakia and the Netherlands. Oh, come on. What? Well, we've done Czech Republic, oh, Czechia, Czech Republic. and then Czechoslovakia. Oh, sorry. It's, it's, I, I read too. Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic, Czech... Czechia. Czechia, that's the one. Um, they lost still. Didn't matter what they called themselves. Netherlands <laughs> beat them 6-2. Um, there's also been some other test matches going on. Oh, Euro Hockey Championship 3, Espana beat Slovakia 9 goals to nil. And as we mentioned, the two games before, Italy 2, Switzerland 7. That's in play at the moment. Yes, John, 40th as we minute. Record. 36th minute, Germany versus Belgium. It's 9-1 in favour of Germany. That wouldn't feel good for the Belgians, no doubt. There has been a couple of test matches going on. Um, and we've got the uh, the Irish women are on their way out to South Africa for some games, aren't they? 
Yes. Uh, leaving the, the cold of home to 36 degrees, uh, I think in Stellenbosch. Something, I think Aisha McFerrin posted that earlier on. Hopefully they'll have that air conditioning pumping. Yes. Indoor. On, well, on field. That's, no, no, no this is oh, the outfield test, I think. This is, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So. Oh. No, no, because the Irish women uh, indoor haven't long been, been there, have they? It's a clean, uh, clean, the, clean sweep for South, South Africa. South Africa just played Poland in the, the women's indoor. Just had a yeah, but prior to that, the Irish, the Irish indoor side played their first test series in oh, 30 yeah, yeah, years yeah, yeah, or they something did, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. They were just there, yeah. Um, yeah also, uh, Brunei and Singapore have been playing a couple of test matches in the last couple of days. Singapore got up uh, 6-0 and, if we go back here, 5-0 in two games. There you go. So that's as much as that sort of hockey as I've got at the moment. Matt, uh, I guess, you got uh, any other news for us? Uh, we've got we had the final rounds of the Jaffa Super Sixes on. No, so not the main finals this weekend. It's the Divi 2 stuff and the junior stuff, I think, um, in the UK for that their indoor competition. Uh, next weekend are the main finals, but... Sadly, a lot of the uh, the internationals that have featured in the opening rounds won't be present come the finals, come the showcase piece events, uh, because of their international commit- commitments. You know, everyone's getting ready for pro league, aren't they? Yeah, it's an Olympic year as well. I, I, I don't think you can solely blame the pro league. The pro league just doesn't make it any easier, does it? No, but great, great opportunity for uh, players within those club sides to fill the uh, the spot of some of their more experienced. Um, Clubmates. Well, I wonder how much of it changes the dynamic of the competition too. Are we likely to see, you know, the team finish fourth, get knocked out, or the team finish first, you know, get knocked out in two games and the fourth place team comes through and, and wins the tournament? I mean, a lot of the goals are coming from the top side there from retired internationals anyway, so they, you know, they may not be missing, but you know, lots, lots to happen there. Um, Malaysian Hockey League, that's well underway now. I think we're four or five rounds in. Uni KL in the men's comp there are, um, are sitting top. Um, recently beat their closest rivals. And, of course, Kieran Govers is playing for that side, who um, got a bit of a knock to the head the other night, didn't he? He did. He did cop a knock to the head. Prompted some uh, some comment about safety in the game. In, indeed. And then a couple of days later, another player got a broken jaw. Um, thankfully, the surgery is all good there for Tenku Ahmed uh, Tajuddin, um, also known as Zidane. Uh, I hope he doesn't kick the ball as much as Zidane. Uh, <laughs> but maybe the headbutt was the cause of the, the broken jaw. Um, but uh, yeah, Kieran goes had a bit of time in hospital, but he, but he's also he's, he's come up against the uh, the wrath of the Malaysian Hockey Confederation Competitions Committee uh, for a couple of posts that he made online. Um, yeah, like you say, questioning player safety, um, but also there's another comment in there um, uh, questioning the code of conduct of a certain official. Um, anyway, he's uh, he's been let off the hook with a reprimand. Uh, they had a chat with him. Uh, he apologised verbally and will write an apology soon. So they gave him a soft reprimand. They consider the matter closed. That's come from the MHC Competition Committee Chairman Datuk Seri Aniljit Singh. Did he get a free hit? Uh, I, it, it was a bit of a funny one. We talked about it the other day, and it's obviously this is Kieran, the Kieran Govers one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a, a ball out from what in just inside the twenty-five. Oh, around well, the maybe, twenty-five. Yeah, mark. maybe top, yeah, top of the yeah. D, and it's lofted up and sort of. Um, it's lofted see, up on the reverse. Yeah, but he's he's caught it on one side, and I don't know whether a bit of light or something, but then he's changed the body position and 
turn from looking in his left eye over his shoulder to looking in his right eye or vice versa and it's at that moment sort of as the turn comes to look on, on the on the opposite side that whack the ball comes into the back of the head doesn't yeah, it Jeez. It's, it's not a nice one but no. did he get the free hit I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. That, we, we that, that might have been one who was making no, comments. He was stretched off and was in hospital. Well, that's it. Well, well hopefully, the, hopefully. How did they restart the game? His team should have had a free hit. Yeah, he, he didn't play in the game afterwards. I know that, but hopefully he's doing well and we'll be back on the field soon. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure he's on his way to recovery. And and the uh, what was the other fellow's name? Uh, thank you, Ahmed Tajunin. No, his nickname. Zidane. Is it a, no, that's the one I was trying to... Yeah, no, we hope he's well as well. Oh, was, I don't know what, what we can really say about what happens occasionally on a hockey field. Sometimes you're going to get hit in the head by a ball, aren't you? Well, it's it's the talk of the town at the moment, isn't it? Safety in the game. Safety where, in the where, game. Where do we go with it? Well... And what are the priorities of, of safety in the game? You know, number one priority, I would say, would be that's the safety of the drag flick, of that raised ball at a short corner. That Before you look at anything else, that would be the number one thing that you'd look at, sure. What was interesting is in, in the one that we saw um, involving Govers was that it was a uh, the play on the reverse. So he's gone the tomahawk. He could have easily just been playing it on his four stick, the, yeah. the player, and hit it wherever he liked. He was under no pressure whatsoever. But he went on the reverse and tomahawked it straight in the back of his head. <laughs> okay, now. And it's sort, it, but it's the sort of thing you expect at a lower grade level. And let's be honest, mate, um, blokes, well, when, when you play our level, you keep the eye on the bloody ball. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you fall over backwards. You keep your eye on well, the ball. Yeah, look, that, that's because it could go anywhere. I was taught. But the whole idea of he wouldn't have been expecting. Um, should we say, look, you can't. You can't tomahawk on the reverse just in open play? Or uh, is it a skill that people are skilled enough that we allow to continue? I'm not even sure if Govers was looking, he would have got out of the way. No, it's, the just one of those, no it. it's one of those things on the trajectory, doesn't matter where you go. Well, I used to yeah, play with yeah. a bloke called Timmy Campbell, right? And no, I played a fullback with him, and no matter where you stood in the line in front of him from taking a, a 16, it was like an an exocet missile <laughs> aiming directly for my body in one part or another. I'd duck, I'd weave. He broke my ziffy flexus. He like, cracked something in the bottom of my chest bone one day. Oh, come, mate, again, again. But, oh, you know. Shout out to Timmy Campbell. <laughs> but on a serious side. And the Ride Hunter uh, Panthers over is, there in Sydney. Is, is that a skill that that is, even in the hands of the best players, is reliable enough to be allowed to be used willy-nilly across a hockey field. But, but No, because it, you can't argue against it because it will basically stop people from playing the game because you'll know people that four out of ten clean hits at the ball they're, they're, are going to go awry. They're going to lift up. They're going to go askew. They're not going to go where they, they want them to go. Yeah, but it's... We're not, we're not all, we're not all polished, are we? Go, yeah, but they don't get it as wrong as a tomahawk can go wrong. Well, but, then, but you see that down the grades, particularly with uh, younger players that are um, keen to explore the opportunities to take on modern techniques within their game, and uh, it gets a bit dangerous because they've got no idea where it's going, so how the hell are you going to know well, where see, it's going? Well, see, I don't like the idea of saying you can't do that skill. I don't like the idea of saying that, but I think I'd don't like the idea of helmets more. 
Yeah, absolutely. I can't see people running around I'd, with hands on. Yeah, no. maybe I'd, there's something weird in that, but I'd, I don't know. It's it's do, a do hard you wear, call. Do you wear a, a gum shield? Mouse guard? Yeah. No. No, me neither. I haven't, I haven't worn a mouse guard since I was old enough not to wear a mouse guard. But that's a conscious decision in my, for me as an adult to make. And Shin I pants? would, oh, yeah. Absolutely, every day. Uh, cup? At, cup? Box? Box, box protector? Yep. yep. You'd never go out on a hockey field, even at training. Do you? I, I wear it, I wear a box at five. Well, day and night. Uh, like, on the way to work, like, you know, get up in the morning, pop no, it in, no, no, sleep no. with it on. No, 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 none of that stuff. Just anything related to running around with a hockey stick in my hand, I've got a box on. Right. Anything. What size do you get? <laughs> Big. It's not a fruit box, is it? Hey. That's what I work for. Just wonder why you're around funny. Yeah. Um, no, seriously. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I suppose we all have different levels of personal responsibility. Now, the, you know, I'm not so sure that a ball in the face is going to do that much more damage, personally. Um, I've been hit in the face a lot of times <laughs> by other objects. Like we've discussed before, <laughs> there is inherent risk in any sport. Um, we can only do our best to mitigate it. Um, you didn't mention the drag flick there at, at, at corners, though, as a. As a oh, thing that I, should it, be should, gone. it should be gone. I, well, no, drag flick should still be allowed, but it should be under the same rule as a hit. Yeah. I mean, you, as a hit, you can you can choose to lift it, or you can choose not to. And they've been outlawed, so that now you've got no choice. You have to hit it in a certain way. They could do the same thing with the drag flick. They could just say, look, in open play or whatever, no dramas at all. But on a short corner, no. You can you can run in from anywhere and smash it from the top of the D and ping it wherever you like. You should be allowed to do that for a drag flick as well. But by the same token, you shouldn't be allowed to lift a drag flick because you can't lift a hit. And they're as equally as dangerous. You cannot argue with me or anybody, really, logically and sensibly, that they're not both dangerous. Yeah. If one's dangerous, the other one is. That That's the first thing I, I'd do. And you know what? I don't think it would... Uh, they'll just find different ways. I'd love to do a, a real study of penalty corner conversions over the, the history of hockey. I always wonder if it could have been, it'd be lovely if there was some database you could do that sort yeah. of scanning on to try and figure out those sorts of things. I want the hockey, but, I want the hockey birthday database. That's what I'm yeah, looking for. for yep, yep. And I, I'm not so sure that it's necessarily, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's trends up and down as there would be with any sort of variation in statistical data, but how much of that could be because of rules and how much of that is just because players at certain times are, are having a bad run in it. We've seen it at tournaments, some tournaments, lots of field goals are scored because perhaps the turf is not as conducive to certain actions on a penalty corners or something. Other turfs, you're going to score more penalty corners because it's not good to to run the ball and get that open play going. Yeah. I don't know. There could be all sorts of reasons other other than taking away the drag flick to change the amount of goals scored. Anyway, does yeah. that sense make, does yeah, yeah. That Look, make any sense we'll, at all? We'll score goals. Yeah, we'll score goals. We score field goals. We score, we score. I mean, we're finding competitions want to take the importance of the drag flick out of it, like the Hockey One League, and give the two points to the field goal and, and to the, the op- sorry, the, the opportunity to convert from the, um, yeah. the, the field goal, not given to the, the penalty corner. So that's, um, a move towards removing the importance of the, 
penalty corners routine slash the drag flick, which ultimately what it comes down to, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, I I like penalty corners. I think they're great. I mean, I, I think they're a legit, legitimate part. Well, of I the knew game. you were a fan. That's why you give so many of them away. <sighs> You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Okay, we got a list, Matt. Let's get into the list. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to win something? Yeah. Do you want to be in a competition to win something? Oh, FIH Player of the Year. No. Oh, uh, well, boat flows today, so <laughs> anyway, you somehow okay, managed okay, to get okay. uh, boss com forward slash competitions. Head to the site there. Um, you've just missed out on the Maverick Hockey Competition for some sticks oh. there. Uh, Omega Hockey Competition ends 27th of the first. 18 hockey ends 31st to the 1st. You can click on the links there and find out what you have to do to enter. It's generally like an Instagram page or like a post and tag some mates in and do all that sort of stuff. Check that out, bossfhockey.com forward slash competitions. What do I get again? You get uh, sticks. You need a new stick. Get onto that. New stick. Oh, well, if I'm hanging up the shirt, I might as well hang up the oh, stick. You'd think somebody out there owning a stick brand would think, these guys would be perfect endorsement for our brand. These are, <laughs> these are the kind of blokes that we want photographed with one of our sticks in their hand, in the local media, um, splashed across the podca- world podcast news. Um, just in- incredible. Maybe, maybe, some, maybe you just need to ask, John. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, I th- I think maybe you just need to ask. I think we need to think about perhaps doing another shootout. Using, you know, seeing how much we improve. I, look, I, I wouldn't want to um, embarrass people if we're going into talking about sh- shootout territory, John. We did play each other the other night. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. Um, on the fifth time, I took the ball off you and you pushed me in the back and I fell on the floor. Um, no, no, you, yeah, yeah. you tripped over that, your that, two that, feet. That, yeah, that time. And yeah, uh, yeah. I said, yeah, don't worry, buddy. I said, that's five from five. I was counting. It didn't really go. Counting what? It didn't really go to plan. I took the ball off you five times. The first five times you got the ball, I was anywhere near you. Ping! So I took it off you. No, 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 no. Hang on, I was, I was, I was coming. I was stepping back away from it. Though. I was stepping back. But you came into your own in the second half. You started to work <laughs> a lot harder. Okay. You seemed a little bit, a little bit more inspired. Uh, and you scored a couple of really nice goals. Yeah, but. One of the issues, though. I don't care. One of the issues. Talking for talking. Wow, you might not care, but a member of your family that played in the game certainly did care about it, and he gave it a hundred and ten percent. Oh, he was outstanding. And a huge thanks to uh, uh, Gav, uh, Patreon subscriber. Of course, you can be a Patreon subscriber. Go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and get involved there. Um, yeah, he didn't realise it was me, and we had a, you know a couple of little moments there in the game. In fact, I've got a bruise. He's a feisty little yeah, competitor. I've got, I've got a, there's a black bruise just below the shoulder there, on the something loosely resembles a bicep. Yeah. Um, and he accused me of dropping the shoulder. Yeah, from a bloke who's six foot one against a bloke. What are you, six three? Yeah, yeah. Six three. Yeah. Too, like, how, how do either of you drop a shoulder on anybody? Well, he just he go, runs head head first like a flipping goat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was effective anyway. I wound, <laughs> I, wound, I wound him up on that one, and I got that one, and then I then I tried to wobble around him, and he just nicked the ball off me, and, and nearly fell over, and then crashed into a tackle and got the goal anyway, and turned around and gave me a 
two fingers up. So. He, he had a lot of offers. But he said towards the end of the game, he said, Oh, Matt, is it you? <laughs> I said, yes, Cam. In the side. In the side. Oh, brilliant. I didn't do any, you know, handshakes or anything coming onto the field. It was like, here we go. Oh, yeah. We have, we have people just wander on and, oh, here we go. I thought it was a 17-year-old kid that you had playing with you with the, the flowing locks as, as he was warming up there. Yeah, he did all right. It was good. It was a cracking game. First game back. Actually, it was, no really, injuries. It was a really good game. Good, good pace, good hockey played. Didn't get any video coverage. Why are we talking about our Hockey Fives game? Uh. Let's get to some serious stuff, mate. Hello, I'm Nick Irvin, and you're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. And you can listen to Nick at any time this weekend on Euro Hockey TV. Is he, is he commentating at the indoors? Yes. Oh, fantastic. He is. So watch the Euro Hockey, Euro Hockey TV. Dot org. Nick Irvin. Dot org, yeah, that's the one. Uh, it's all there. Some great indoor hockey action going on too. I've seen, well, some of the highlights on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is just before we came. Yeah, it's all happening. So. They do a great job there at Euro Hockey. We're getting that stuff out, don't they? Okay, let's get a list. Let's go down the let's list. Let's go through. Uh, oh yeah, uh, announcement. I saw an article on Inside the Games Biz today. An interview with Thierry uh, Vale, the FIH CEO, uh, with the announcement that the Olympic qualifiers for Paris 2024 will be on a home and away basis. You remember the ones that have recently happened for Tokyo 2020 uh, gave the hosting rights for the two games to the highest ranked team in those qualifiers. Next time around, it's going to uh, be a home and away leg. Bit of extra flight, um, but oh, you know what a chance to celebrate against some of the big nations in some of the minnows, hey? Fabulous. He's got his eyes on Paris, hasn't he? It'll be like Charles de Gaulle striding in 1944. (laughs) Bringing it back home. It'll uh, be a fantastic experience for Thierry. And I'm sure he wants to stick around and be there. And some of his comments about home and away leagues and, and things have been interesting as well. Um, what do you think? Should should hockey be played on one-off home and away? Is can our game afford to have teams flying across the globe for one-off games in a qualification process? I can't believe they didn't think about playing it on the two games in the con- the lowest ranked country within the rankings. Then there's a bit of jeopardy, isn't there? We didn't get any surprises out of the the, the draw or those games. Oh, well. The only, su- only surprise was the difference in uh, quality of performance in the second game generally generally from the visiting nation. The decline in their quality? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Two games back-to-back yeah, but for I, a place at the Olympics after flying over many thousand kilometres. And that's the essential problem that faces any sort of qualification system we have in, in international hockey, isn't it? It's the, the travel factor. I mean, for much of the hockey world, unless you're in Europe, it, it's a significant burden. Unless it's teams travelling within, within. But it, it's, you know. It's set up, as we know, for those higher ranked nations to succeed and, and, and go through. There is very little chance of jeopardy, oh, isn't uh, it? Is there? Yeah. 
very little chance of jeopardy. Just the but way the whole qualification win. process. You, you still have to win. Now, did all of the home teams win because they play at home, or win because they were the higher ranked nation anyway? And that, that's well, you'd say you'd say you'd say, you'd, you'd say the latter, but the former doesn't help. Does, you know, you know, does does help? But it's, of course, it does. Um, and I wonder what sort of tr- home and away system are they thinking about? Would this say be you'd fly out here at a date that picks suits one team so that they can play that international and then the away game might be six weeks later or do you, no, do you, do you know what's next gonna, weekend or John, you know what's gonna happen? It'll be like the amazing race. It'll be um it'll be live streamed and they'll have to leave the stadium immediately to go straight to the airport to jump on the plane. The better the plane you've got, the more warm-up you've got for the second game when it gets underway on the other, in the other country. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. You've just hit on the best funding model that hockey's seen in a long time. Uh, if you could get that up, you've done better than a whole lot of hockey administrators have for a very long period right, of time. Thank you very much. I'd sell it. It'd, it'd, as to like, you know, how they have... Um, Say survive, yeah, 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 stars yeah, yeah. or whoever they get. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be. It could be the amazing race international hockey team. Well, we could do it with we can do it with hockey players, but then we could do you know the celebrities that have played hockey at some point in their life for the celebrity special. Chris Martin, uh, Chris, <laughs> Pooksy, Pooksy, great to see him out there on the field again. Oh, see, I would have thought he would have played for a team in yellow and blue, but I don't know. Oh, boom, anyway. boom. I, I, I was saving that for now. I didn't want to put that oh, on Twitter. You're lucky that that screen now. over here we wasn't just, on no, the sound we don't effect need to press page. Any of that. Okay, um, where were we? Uh, just talking about Thierry. Uh, Hockey Writers Club Awards, the UK Hockey Writers uh, Association, Society, Club. Hockey Writers Club uh, have had their annual awards and dinners this week. Uh, uh, well done to the junior winners, uh, boys under 18, Ben Wall from Whitchurch Hockey Club, girls under 18, uh, Rafaela Robeson from Wellington College from Wimbledon Hockey, Wimbledon Hockey Club, under 16 girls, Claudia Swain from Repton School and Repton Hockey Club, and under 16 boys, Thomas Ledley from Altham College and Blackheath and Alt- Altamians Hockey Club, that's Jade's club. Oh. Shout, shout out Hockey World News. Uh, well done to the youngsters there on their awards. You can uh, find out more on that online. And uh, the big award, Sophie Bray, uh, the invested, well, the winner of the uh, Investec Women's Player of the Year, and Sam Ward, the Men's Player of the Year. First time it's gone to an old Georgians player. Well done. I had a good read of some of the names down there on the people that won it over the years. I oh, remember that name from the, the 80s. Remember that name there? Simon Mason, Mason twice, twice a winner. Um, about eight years in between. And Karen Brown, ten years in between her, her winning it. Um, speaking of people winning stuff, um, as you mentioned a bit earlier, by the time you hear this podcast, you won't be able to cast your vote in the FIH Player of the Year. Did well, you does. vote, Matt? Yes, I did. And, oh, I, and I took okay. the media vote. I put down the reverse stickers of the media organisation. Oh. And because of double votes. Oh, did you? Yeah, you get double votes oh. for a, a media a media thing, I think. Oh, cool. Or it might have just gone straight into spam. Spam, spam, spam. Yeah, Mark has junk. Spam, 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 spam. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, 
I'm not going to ask you who you voted for because that's not right. You can reveal that later on when the winners are announced. Yeah, all those winners, they were the ones I voted. Oh, for. look, and congratulations to anybody nominated. None of them are spuds as players. Let's Is it it. I don't really go for that sort of thing. It's I, I I would find it very often very difficult to make those determinations and. Oh, good on the FIH for doing it and everybody else for participating. You know, it's just not my sort of thing. Commiserations to all the losers out there that were either nominated and didn't win, you weren't good enough, and those of you that were never nominated, pff, you might as well stop playing the game. Oh, really? If Rachel Lynch doesn't win it, it's a stitch up. Well, but anyway, no, that's but others, just my others, opinion. No, but others may say there's unfair uh, media influence from the likes of John Lee on the Reverse Stick podcast. That's right. Trying to sway people in. It doesn't... You, you suddenly make it a popularity contest, mate. It's not about um, I, genuine I, ability. I supported... I put it, I retweeted something early on in the contest. I laid my cards there. But uh, good... How do you how do you determine who the best player in the world is? What metrics do we use in hockey to determine well, who the best? Well, our stats aren't is. good enough for a start. Yeah, it's because not like for a, for a, go, for a goalkeeper, like amount of saves made could be a good yeah. indication, but is it? Well, I mean, there's not the bank of stats like American football or basketball or so many other numerous sports we could come up with that um, we can turn to. We don't keep those sorts of stats like. What is a tackle? But how, we also, do we, we also how don't, do we yeah, we don't, statistically categorise. We don't a trust tackle? the metric and we don't necessarily trust the people that are, um, collecting it. Thank you. No, uh, and we've seen that with good reason to not, you know, there's, and there's no, uh, for, what's it, formalised way of collecting what stats we want and what stats we don't. What is a stat in hockey? What are the important stats for you? If, if you could have a stat sheet when you're coaching your team, Okay, so it's not a team that would be used to being influenced by the stat sheet at half time, but maybe it would be. Well, what, what statistics would I you pulled like out, to see? I pulled out the, uh, 1979 Isanda World, um, trophy, uh, stats and, and, and figures, um, booklet the other day when I was going through a load of archive stuff and it's got every game listed in there. Um, obviously your players, um, Bullies are in there, you'd be happy with that. Contested bullies and, um, it goes down and, um, circle entries, shots on goal. It's absolutely magnificent. It's like a, a, a five or six, um, page for every single game that's played with all of the information, all the stats. I wonder whether, um, all of that excellent work is actually fed into the FIH database or not. Even if, uh, even if it was, they're not set up to display and, and, that's the sort of database that we need to help us promote the game and to help us generate interest and get other people outside a little bit more interested in it as well. And you know where a lot of that is driven by is betting and um, yes, of fan- course. fantasy hockey yeah, 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 markets yeah, and things yeah, like that, yeah. where sadly, as much as I might hate it, um, but that's an area we, we it's hard to exploit the game because there's nothing like that sort of resource that people can get their hands on to start making yeah, those yeah, sorts yeah, of, yeah. you know, turning it into a game for themselves. And that's essentially what all these fantasy stuff is. They're just ten games. You guys, people who play them know that it's got nothing to do with reality necessarily. It's just, a, you know, it's, it's just it's having a punt. Could, could be free sell. Yeah. It could be bloody 
John of the whatever. I John of the Cybermen video game. My eldest has just got into uh, Free Sale, Klondike oh, okay. and Pyramid and uh, whatever the yeah. other free one on the Microsoft suite is with it. Um, it's compelled me again. It's honestly, it's drawn about three hours of my time in the past ten days. Um, Terribly addictive. Man. Oh, man, Piper's going, you're addicted, Dad, you're addicted. <laughs> Your daughter's on to you. <laughs> and, 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 and the other one, she's pulling me away, going, no, Dad, that's enough for you today. You don't need any more, any more of the cards. Yeah, well, the, the girls are onto something. Maybe hockey needs someone from a major gaming manufacturer, a major cut, someone who's right into the coding, to come and help them develop a hockey game. Well, the field hockey game has been part developed and is out there. Shout out to the... The, uh, the gent behind that, Stephen, I think. Um, but, you know, like, just like us, he, you know, he's hamstrung by resource and finance. Yep. Um, what was the point we were making before we got distracted onto talking about that, though? Ooh, let me have a little... We yeah, were talking yeah. about something quite serious, and now we've lost a track talking about video games. It doesn't matter. Go on to the next item for your attention. Um, Pro League, game two. Our experience here now, I put a tweet out going, is anybody actually out there watching this game at the moment? Um, it was a pretty slow response. So, you know, it was a strange hour along many parts of the world. We've got a, um, something that came out of the, U, um, the US, uh, and on that, the game's available on Bleacher Report, but there's apparently been a significant shift upwards in the season pass for the hockey. Um, Price-wise, on, yeah, 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 on on Bleacher reports, and that's for the USA and Canada. Um, but I understand there might have been some problems on broadcast there, early doors with that. Um, I watched the first game here, as we, we mentioned that earlier on, on Ko Sports, which is the streaming service. Apparently, it was available on Fox Sports, which is the main satellite channel. Went to turn the game on, uh, actually arranged the gardening and cooking and all that sort of stuff on Sunday afternoon. So at 2 p.m. I could whack the hockey on, fairly, you know, uninterrupted. Nothing. No listing, no scheduling, nothing available. So I, you know, whack, whack a tweet out there. Hey, KO Sports. Can't, they kindly got it back in touch and said, oh, there's no feed of that coming through at the moment. We'll see what we can do. Um, and I messaged back. Yeah, that would be great. We'd love to watch the hockey. And of course, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and find the game on FIH.live anywhere, well, anywhere, John. So, um, sorry? You, I did, and you couldn't, because we're geoblocked. So that, that's understandable, because yeah. we're expecting it to be on KO. Well, anyway. I looked, but then I thought maybe it wasn't listed, so it would get that automatic unblocking, like it says on the fan page of the FIH Pro League uh, website. Fan page? Uh, there's a fan page with the listing of where you can Is that watch. Is on the social wall? Uh, no, it's oh, far damn. more restricted than the it's social wall. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, our time will come again <laughs> yes. with that. Don't worry. Um, yeah, so, yeah, not, not available. Anyway, the, the upshot of it is, is that eventually it appeared as a replay, uh, on Fox Sports and on KO, but it was never streamed live at all. I was contacted directly. They wanted to do it offline, um, but online, if you know what I mean. Um, and said, look, there was a change in the schedules on Fox. We missed it. Um, it was our bad, really sorry that it didn't go out, and we'd like to offer you 25% discount on your monthly $25 subscriptions, you know. We want to give you $6.25 or something like that. Um, and I thought, no, nah, I'd, I'd rather not take that $6.25 and talk about it right now. 
Fair enough. Oh, look, sometimes. Uh, but they, but they put their hand up and said yeah. it was our bad. It was, and we made a, and my initial tweet was, hey, KO Sports, can you please turn the switch on? And that just seemed to me that that was all that was required to be done. Oh, well, look, but, but on the, on the quality the of the broadcast, yeah, but on the quality of the broadcast itself, one of the, well, a couple of annoying things. One, the, uh, um, the, the sound being totally out of sync. Um, so you'd be getting reactions from players and then you'd hear the whistle, um, or vice versa, whatever, you know, there was a real disconnect between the vision and the, and the audio with it. Um, and the, the commentator, who I don't know who he was, obviously he's there in, in the studio in Stockholm with this new streamlined FIH system of obviously two cameras and a guy in a booth in, uh, in the middle of the snow in Sweden. And he didn't introduce himself. Didn't hear his name at the start. Listened right the way through to the end. Didn't hear a sign off. Now, does that mean one or two things, John? Have we got a, uh, a robot commentator in there? Or do we have somebody who doesn't want to lend, lend their name to that quality of broadcast? <laughs> That's standard. Oh, they might be new at the gig. From, from what I heard, he, they're, they're he, he new didn't, at the he, game. He didn't sound wet behind the ears. What he did get me doing was questioning every single pronunciation that I thought was correct for the Dutch women's, <laughs> women's team. And, oh, shit, I've got, oh, I've got that one wrong as well. Maybe he's, maybe he's done a load of homework here and he's, he's back on the money. Apparently some of, uh, some of the rules have changed recently too. Yes. But uh, look, I, I didn't get to see the first game, Matt, unfortunately, because it was, my mum's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, mum. And uh, it was a magnificent day, so did, I did, did you get to play the first she get, one. She got the tweet we sent to her? Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, she, was, she was a little bit embarrassed by Clint Flicker's tweet, but uh, she okay, got over it. You know, they were good times, I hear. Yeah, direct messaging can be yeah. a difficult thing. Um, did he slide in? <laughs> Look, did he slide into your mum's DMs? It's just slid yeah. right in, yep. Hashtag Glohopo. That's it. Um, and... That we, we also had a, another surprise party for my mum on Sunday afternoon. Uh-huh. But the way the timing of the game worked out, I had a perfectly wake up, have a lovely breakfast, chill out, sleep in, Sunday morning. Well, tell us, what did you have? Hey? What did you have? No, this was, this is my dream. Oh, right. Okay. okay. What, what I ended up having was just... Okay, what uh, was dream and what was, re- what was dream and then, yeah, what was reality? Okay, big nice breakfast and lays around and I... No, no, tell us the breakfast. What, what was the, what's the dream breakfast? What is it? Oh, for me? Yeah. Dream breakfast. Yeah, that, that moment you were just talking about. It's either cornflakes, rice bubbles, or wheat bix. Yeah. Couple of slices of thin crispy bacon. Okay. Toast. Uh huh. And a glass of orange juice. And mil- juice, apple juice. Is there milk with your cereal? Yeah, milk with cereal. And, um, a really nice cup of tea. So, single orange in salon. White, two sugars, NATO. Okay. Yeah. That's, and, that's the dream breakfast. And the reality was? Uh, two slices of toast with Vegemite and a cup of tea. Okay. Single, single source of long tea though. Yes, third world problem. I'm sorry, second world, um, first world problem. First world problem. Yeah, this is the first world. I'm pretty sure, mate. Um, what were we getting back to? You're oh, all, look. Mate, you're, 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 all, you're, all, over, you're <laughs> all over the place now. Look, What's okay. going on, mate? So we had this surprise, and so I had my day perfectly planned and did things and stuff and got lots of brownie points. Right. I've got this time gap right now between when I have to 
get dressed and go out. Yeah. It's perfectly placed to sit down with some lunch and watch the hockey. And game two, game two day. of the brand new edition of the FIH Rolly weekend, and that was what was disappointing. Now the fact that I can't really blame the FIH for that; it's not like they're really their issue as such. Although it is their issue, but it's not. I mean, you know, well, it is. That's on in a broadcast deal. They are, but I'm the, it's not a biggie to get upset at them about necessarily. No, but it's disappointing. But but, but as soon but as I it, set up for the day, but as soon as it is highlighted, there needs to be the mechanism to open that geo block. If the game is not available to be viewed in this zone at this time, per the broadcast agreement that you have with the FIH and whatever local broadcaster, flick the switch. You reckon? Flick the switch. Bang! Open it up. It's not available. Yes. Well, yeah, that's it. ACDC, the flick the switch. Yes. Um, yeah, I, well, how, how do they know unless you get onto Twitter and. Well, I don't know. Can we have a hotline, please, FIH? We have Broadcast hotline. We haven't done shh, FIH are listening for a while. If you are listening, you know uh, what? Nick? When, if you've got a problem, you ring the hotline and they get a, a, a giant searchlight with a hockey stick. In the middle and shine it up yeah, on the clouds. Bat- and Thierry can see the giant hockey stick in the clouds. How do you feel about that, Thierry? Can we do that? And just into the goalkeeper's kit and, uh, <laughs> just out of the television station. Flick the switch. Alright, sounds good. Talking about flicking the we switch. We sorted that out, mate. We Talking about flicking the out. switch. Uh, yeah, look, that was disappointing. It was nice to get a response anyway from the yeah, the local oh, broadcaster okay. there. So it, let, um, well, I care because I wanted to see the game. But let's just put that in the just disappointing barrel as far as any girl should have carried on about. And mark this date down in your diaries now and see if we're not saying exactly the same bloody thing in about three weeks' time. Why is that? Because you, you know this, this, <laughs> nothing will change with it. Nothing will change. Matt, the, and, this is and, a and, new reverse dick positive. That, but look, that's two camera. If that's the standard that's been set, um, the bro- oh, now that's what I was going to ask you about. No, 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 Thierry made, to, yeah, yeah, he made, yeah. a, made a comment on Ernst's um, Studio Hockey podcast uh, when he was along with with Mike Joyce. Um, now, believe Ernst, it or not, Ernst, I, Ernst asked ten questions. I think um, we can pay, play that. Have you got it there? I, I can get it very, very, very quickly. Um, but so, yeah, you talk about how the context. Um, of the comments, yeah, yeah, just just talking about the success of the pro league and uh, what were the thoughts from from the FIH, from the CEO and development director on uh, where where pro league was at after season one and what their hopes were for the future. As we speak today, we have a production workshop with all the production companies from around the globe here in Lausanne. Okay plan the 2020 season um, to make it a common look and to make it nice and uh, so that when you start to watch a game you know this is a pro league game so all positive for us well you certainly knew it was a pro league game yeah. <laughs> seriously um, we saw some pretty shabby stuff towards the end of the year last year and a lot of controversy coming out of some of the broadcast as well um, and so is this the standard they've set? Well, if that is the standard, it's sorry, it's shit house. It's not. Really? It's not the standard that we want to be promoting our game at this very high level. 
if that's if that's where the investment is going, and we're looking at that as the standard, then what we're also saying is the FIH Pro League, and you probably know this anyway, is an Olympic warm-up tournament, uh... and not a showcase event for our game. Yeah, that that's always going to be the worry with whatever goes on in an Olympic year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the, the way the hockey mythology is set up. That is the uh, the showpiece event for the game, and that's what that's the prize everybody wants. If you gave the player every player the, the choice of either either or, um, they they'd all go the Olympic gold. There wouldn't be one that would go, oh, no, the Pro League title, that's the one I'm looking for this year. Until Pro League means professional league and they're paid a wage and uh, suddenly success within that Pro League would, um, well, <laughs> you would find that if a professional game, maybe they couldn't go and play in the Olympics and anyway. There, therein lies one of the problems with playing your professional league leagues at an international level. Professional leagues should be amongst clubs yeah. and, and not nations. And that's the problem hockey has at the moment is they're trying to turn what should be... Uh, it shouldn't be the breadbasket of the game for players. It, no one makes a living necessarily out of playing international football. They make it out of playing club football and they get well, no, the you, cream you, on... You, well, you can't play exactly. international football without a successful exactly. uh, club, club, club career. career. Yeah. And we're, we're, while the, it, it, the same is right in terms of selection to get to international football, the same is not right in your, uh, your earning capacity as a hockey player as football. You have to play internationally to make money or you're not really going to make much at all. You're not going to earn a living out of playing hockey. So oh. that's and that's one of the problems the game has to face in the future. That's one of the that's one of the problems with the pro league. Yes, of course it is. Of course yeah, it is. Just looking at you, mate. No, yeah, it's like yeah, I've done like uh, 126 of these shows. Uh, yeah, I know. One of the problems with the pro league is <laughs> is that. Um, all right, uh, you got 25 euros spare. Nearly done 120. Do you want, what, what do, I do you want to help negate some of the issues that the uh, the Pro League created in 2019? Obviously, a huge carbon footprint. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. Well, stop. Okay. Listen to the trees. Now, imagine when there's more trees there, because that's what you can do. You can help plant a forest uh, due to an appeal by Jana Muller-Wieland, the Germany star. Um, to build a hockey forest as a measure to offset the carbon footprint that's created by the demands of the sport's growing schedule. This is uh, from a Euro Hockey League media release. Uh, Jana says, Last year the FIH Pro League changed a lot for us, the German women's national team, and the whole hockey world. This is on a, a GoFundMe site they've got there. The new format, a world league, required us to travel the world from Germany via Australia and New Zealand to Argentina, each for one game. The FIH have already reacted and changed the format for this year, so our travel is halved by playing two matches at each venue. But our carbon footprint is still too high. Even the average CO2 consumption of humans is currently far too high. Thanks for that, Yana. We are aware of our CO2 emissions and our responsibility for our planet, and therefore want to act now. We are planting a hockey forest with the help of the Groot Boss Foundation. 
We'll be planting trees during our next camp in South Africa to offset CO2 emissions. There you go. The forest will, of course, also be available for other nations, hockey players, fans and supporters. So if you want to do something about your carbon footprint, join us and plant your tree in the hockey forest. Uh, All trees are donated before January 31st. Will probably be even planted by them themselves. Uh, They want to plant 2020 trees in the Olympic year. So let's go. Get behind that. If trees are your thing. Not so important for hockey sticks anymore, are they, John? No, we need no, we need petrochemicals. Yeah. Oh, look. You know, one night we should do an environmental episode and talk about the true environmental impact of our game. Water. Don't you think? Would water. that be? Would that? Water. Well, there's water. a, there's a lot of issues. Plastic. Yeah. Plastic decals. Rubber, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking about cork, little, cork? little bits of synthetic grass that wash away. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, there's a whole lot of issues that the sport may have to face in the future. Well, if you're green, of an environmental nature. If you're green, and, and all sports will face them. If you're green and you're keen and you want to come on and talk to us on the show, of course you can just send us an email: Matt at the reverse stick dot net or John at the reverse stick. We're not, we're not getting net. into politics, though. Of course we're so not. That's, that's no, 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 no. That they do environment that. In, environmental impact of, of, of hockey is a good one. Okay. Uh, what? Talking, oh, gr- talking no, green. But, talking green. Should we go to the hockey India, hockey Ireland? Uh, yeah, that's email, email or letter exchange with the FIH. Well, that's much better than the Indian bushfires following a forestry story. So. Uh, Oh, it wasn't. It was the Australian bushfires. So, so can, just go with that one first, and then we'll get to the bushfires. Just give them a bit of space. I, yeah, I just don't think I've got it on hand. Talk about India, just while I'm trying to find that here. Um, I noticed uh, we didn't cover it on the pre-Christmas, but uh, there was an announcement. I did spot it on Dr. Narinda Dravbatra's Facebook page that uh, they India, of course, were looking to boycott the Commonwealth Games, which would have affected hockey being involved there. Uh, in Birmingham in 2022, um, due to the fact that shooting would be omitted, or uh, and uh, they just couldn't get it to work within the local area with, within Birmingham. If they were going to do shooting, then it would have to be somewhere outside of the local area, and it wasn't something they were interested in doing. So the Indians threatened to boycott the games altogether. Well, the latest out of that is is that they um, they will compete at Birmingham in 2022. But they have requested oh. that the shooting and the archery, which isn't included within the program in Birmingham, um, be included in India and to be run as a separate competition, but to still count towards the medal tally for the Commonwealth Games. And also put their hand up for a future Commonwealth Games in uh, 2030, I think, something like that, a couple of dates that they put up for it. I heard their, their hand was forced. Right. Yeah, um, Birmingham uh, threatened to enter their... Birmingham. 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 They, they threatened to enter their, their own home team into the hometown host city team. And they were all going to be Indian anyway, so... It's, it's a, this is a joke, is it? <laughs> yeah, is it? it was bad. It's a terrible it? joke. Should I edit it? No, yeah, <laughs> probably. No, you can leave it in there. No, there's a, yeah, there's a huge Asian ethnic community yeah. in Birmingham, but... If you listen to Push Pass Pundits episode 3.5, I spoke to Sukdev Gill from the Bar for Tigers Hockey exactly. Club. Exactly. Um, they could have had their own Birmingham Indian population. Absolutely. I mean, and you probably put, put, pull a cracking side together there as well. 
No doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um, oh, you've totally thrown me there. Anyway, um, India looks like they'll be in Birmingham. So that'll be great for that local Indian heritage population that are there in Brum. Then go and, um, go yeah, and go see and, the heroes compete. Well, not necessarily here. That's, you know, that's the thing. A lot of the blokes and, um, boys and girls there, of um yeah would would have a, a broader pommy accent and outlook than I ever had you know <laughs> it's, uh... um I did hear though didn't the IOC send the Commonwealth Games Committee a, a little letter saying you know what you should really reconsider your decision to take shooting out I believe um I have to look that up but I'm sure there was a tweet there might be scurrilous misinformation on oh well. They're on their way there anyway, and let's see. I'll be surprised if they had a separate um, competition held overseas away from the country. While we're talking about India, and we've given us enough distance from the forestry story, uh, Hockey India. Uh, recently we've had the Australian bushfires, I'm sure. Many people overseas are aware. It's been big news both here and overseas about what's going on. Yep. Predominantly on the east coast of the country, but we've had our bits here, at, haven't we? Yeah, at this time of the year, it generally happens all across the country. Um, Particular devastation in large areas it, this it, year. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're particularly nasty, and there's, you know, the people that have been affected have genuinely been affected badly and in a devastating way. Oh, um, yeah. Lost everything, but. It, it, it's, it's incredible. I'd just like to say thank you to our associates through the hockey world, the messages that I've got in the past couple of weeks. Going, I hope you guys are okay over yeah, there. Yeah. Everything all right? I'm going, yeah, we're fine here, but you know, it's a bit shitty over and here look, or over there. It's... For a lot of Australians, a lot of people weren't affected. Um, it must be said. There was some issues maybe in, in Melbourne and in certain areas with smoke haze and that. But well, for well, a lot last, of us, well, we still went no, about our daily lives. But and, last week before you know, we recorded, I was on standby that I, we, um, yeah. my wife had just made up the spare bed because we thought uh, family were coming up from a, um, a bit more of a country area because they'd been told to get out. And, uh, and then the winds blew in a different direction and the fire went somewhere else. It, uh, it could be a tricky time of the year. Uh, so thank you, everybody, to the support. And thank you also to Hockey India because... Uh, it's been published a letter that Hockey India received from Hockey Australia thanking Hockey India yes. for their support. Now they've donated 250,000. No, no, 25,000. 25,000 yeah. US, US dollars, yeah. must be said. Which in itself is a fantastic donation. That's they, beautiful. Uh, they've yeah. donated to a uh, Red Cross appeal that will go directly into helping people yeah. Affected at the front line. That's and look, yeah, and if you if you want to help out, just search uh, Red Cross Australia, and uh, and get in that way. But if you want to support um, the particular the, the the wildlife aspect, then you can search Wires W I R E S and Australian Bushfire Fund, and uh, that's the way to get things to help out the animals. And they are also uh, donated some signed jerseys. Yes, for for, 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 for actions. the action for the action. <laughs> Um, remember that's a Hockey Australia email to Hockey yeah. India, not the, the other way around. The, yeah, yeah. the action. Go, so next time we have action, a, go, a charity action, put it, they're going to put it on their action page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good well, stuff. well, look, you know, the story behind that is that I did have a friend from India contact me and say, "Is there such a thing as an action page, or do they mean auction?" No, no, it definitely is. <laughs> or auction, wherever it, you are. It, it's, <laughs> no, it's definitely the action page, Matt. Okay, well, yeah, no, I was signed off by the CEO, Matt Farrier. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't find it myself when I looked. Uh, what else we got, John? 
Um, I'm getting close to the end of my list here. Um, yeah. Oh, I did mention um, sending the tweet out saying who's watching the game. Got some feedback from uh, Mrs. Johnners. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, in uh, in, in Wales there. No, she's not in Wales, is she? No, he's in Wales. She's on the other side of the country. Um, Lauren? Um, it's not very far away, though. It, it is. Could... No, it's, it's far enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, thanks for getting involved, Lauren. <laughs> what, what did you... I don't know, I just put Mrs. Johnners down, I just wrote it down there on the list. Uh, we just, um, oh, we, did we, we mentioned it, is that it? Did we talk about the Hockey Island FIH letters? Um, no, back and go forth? for it. Um, I haven't got them open, have you got them open now? I haven't got them open. Uh, we received them anyway. Um, oh, uh, yeah, a big article on BBC in, in Ireland there. Um, FIH not happy with the reactions of uh, the hockey world to the Canada Island incidents earlier on in the year with the Olympic qualifiers. Well, more specifically, Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I think you could, they were not the hockey world as such, but yeah. just the Irish portion of the hockey world. Yeah. Um, do you think it was fair and warranted at the FIH? Uh, did you, do you think that as the ruling body they've got to come out and say something about it? They, well, they have to I come do, out and I say do. something. They definitely do, but. It's very hard to take them seriously when they take the the, the high moral ground with things, and you, uh, you got to, you, if if you if you look at them with a, a, a rounded view of what you've seen in behaviour and actions and um, deliverance of policies and all that all, all those sort of things, which and that's my that's the problem with me and you. We look too much into it, and and we we. Uh, Disillusion? Yeah, disillusion, yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah, I'll tell you what, yeah, there's a dis- fair bit of disillusionment goes on. Yeah. It must be said. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think... Keep on pumping out those happy birthday we, we, tweets anyway. Yeah, we, we, we said at the time that, you know, the, probably there was a little bit of bloodletting going on and gnashing of teeth about, from the Irish about their performance, but in the cold light of day they'll probably sit down and analyse it a bit more deeply than what was the case. Now, the fact that at the time the Irish Association joined in the chorus is probably what jacked off the FIH the most. Yeah, but, but what they and what, that needed to that needed to be addressed by the FIH. But what they're asking for is a minimum standard of, of of what's available and what's delivered. Of which, to be fair, they also didn't have for the women's uh, game versus Canada on home turf. Um, they weren't in preferred stadium. The, the, you know, the new hockey stadium wasn't ready. Um, well, they went to the um, no, they went to the rugby stadium, didn't they? For it, um, that's right. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah, yeah, went yeah. to the rugby stadium. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't all in place and set up. Uh, shot clock missing. There were some issues there, wasn't there? Uh, that, that, that camera work problems. Um, so it's great that they are asking for a minimum standard, but they wouldn't have met their own minimum standard. <laughs> I don't think if uh, yeah, look for the for the home been games. Issues there. with that sort of thing going back a long way. I mean, we've we've seen. Remember the hockey series? Was it the hockey? No, we had it here. Pro, we, had pro, we had pro league in Perth with the shootout, didn't no, we? With pre- no, with previous no, to that, no shootout, the, shootout clock. What was the league where they had the women's uh, semi-finals in? South Africa about Hockey World League Hockey World League Yeah And You know The FIH Send someone down there Charged with the responsibility Of making sure The venues 
right for telecast. It happened pre And the broadcaster comes yeah. up, turns up at the ground and goes, hang on a sec, there's a light pole right in the middle of our shot. Now, th- this is something that you'd think that someone charged with sorting out the broadcast, ro- you know, needs yeah. of a, would have gone, oh, well, it's got a great big bloody pole in the middle of the uh-huh. ground, so that can't be used. I mean, and we've seen, like, shot clocks, a classic one, once again, there's someone sent down here to flounce around the country for a couple of weeks, yeah. and they're charged with that responsibility, and what happens? Not up to scratch. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, you know what's happening in the Perth Hockey Stadium at the moment? Oh, they're doing Bra- the Bra- Brand new turf going down for a slight degree change on the gradient to suit the elite standard for FIH standards. Wasn't but, it before? But no, 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 because no, there's a new, there's a new standard. A new standard. Yeah, What's a new I, standard? I don't know, it's point two or something. I don't get bored with it. Um, <laughs> just uh, was there anything wrong with the playing surface? Well, things I heard from the the. The guy from a, a, a playing surface manufacturer is, is that you've got a much greater opportunity of pooling in the corners of, of water if it pees down with this new gradient because there's not so much runoff of it. You know, naturally that's going to be the case, isn't it? So you put that into Malaysia, you put that into India, and we get this monsoonal downpour that happens. Well, here's this all weather field that we have that ain't all weather. No, well, don't have to worry about monsoonal downpours. No? Nah. Climate change, mate. They'll disappear. It's one of the challenges facing hockey in the future. One of the benefits, benefits of, for Southeast Asian uh, field hockey. Brilliant. No camber on their fields. Is the camber something... The Perth Stadium camber was fairly large, though. Is that something... No, no, what, no what's on theirs now is what we've got on our, on our new is surf. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 okay. That's the old standard, but there's for, for your elite level... Go, go and have a look at co- the, the, the quality program stuff on fyh.ch. It's all there for you, John, if, you, uh, if you're struggling to sleep tonight. Oh, I will be. <laughs> I think most people would be struggling to get this fast through the podcast. Oh, they? well, They'd no. You sleep minutes ago. I've got some plaudits for some people. They made it all the way through last week's episode. Good job. We didn't get the interview come through, isn't it? But we will be speaking very soon to Ross from uh, PSI. Uh, talking okay. about the the indoor programs that they run there, but that's that's about it for my uh, my big oh, list. Oh, Yannicka Shopman. Oh, Yannicka Shopman, of course. She's yes, off to, uh, India. Um, off to India as uh, Indian women's team analyst. analyst. Yep. Obviously uh, knows uh, Stuart Mariner very well. There, former club mates from the Netherlands. Oh, good. Oh, I hope she enjoys it. Uh, it's, um, I imagine it's for the pro league and the Olympics. I would. Well, I think it's a, a, a very shrewd. Pick up from the uh, the Indian coach who said it there. <laughs> what? Uh, I was, yeah, no, it didn't work. No, it was very poor. That was that an accent thing you were trying to do? Sort of. Sure, 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 sure. Chris Hartman, you remember Chris on? No, but you know, shrewd and sure. Oh, mate, looking good. Uh, looking good for me to uh, head to Europe. Is it for the uh, EHL? Last couple of days. You, you know you'll have to relinquish your vice president role if you well, do that. Well, that's happening uh, as oh, we speak, it? yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just making up the new role for myself at the moment. I'm just trying maybe it's participation or something like that. I've, got, I've, I'm done, I've done the schedule today. I've got back to hockey set up. We're looking at our walking hockey and how we get get all that a bit more integrated with the club. 
Um, meeting with the junior coordinator from the local association on Monday, uh, looking at getting into a program for, um, you know, a flyers type program and a bit more of a, a lead from the association on that as well coming up. So I, I see what you've done here. You, you're going to create yourself a, a special role. It's going to be like a special vice president in charge of just everything. And it'll be a, a, a non-voted role, you know, you self-appoint yourself. Next thing you know, <laughs> club rooms will burn down and you'll, you'll sack the committee and take over yourself. Is that what it's <laughs> Okay. Look, all that matters is, is that I don't have the title men's vice president next year because... You don't like, like that well, title. I won't, well, I won't have a marriage. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what the title no, is. No, 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 I can go and do something else, but... Could you be like the officially the the bloke we just asked to help out? What was that? You're you're happy to take it on next year, John? Oh, that'd be no. great, mate. Thanks so much. No, I know we talked about it last week. It's um, really really happy, yeah, really happy that you've put your hand up for it. Looking forward to uh, to share that news with the committee. I might eventually get the WhatsApp group. I will add you to the WhatsApp group now as we speak. That, that's a good idea, Johnny. Uh, Johnny Lee. Tell me I accepted the role. I'm looking to take a sort of. We got that sorted. Joe Biden. Inspired seat as far as vice presidency goes. Okay. Yeah, which means basically I'll just trot out every now and then and shake people's hands, but won't be actually directly involved with any policy or doing anything. Yeah, that's good. That'll work perfectly for Rob, and uh, I'll be there to support you all the way. I'll I'll just turn up to places and shake people's hands. Um, if that's fine. What I'm asking listeners is is uh, there will be an AGM coming up for our club uh, mid February. <laughs> Um, if you Sign could, up as a social if, member. If, no, no, no. You don't get a vote as a social member. Oh, so if you can take out a low, maybe a grass uh, membership, come on down and vote. Vote John, number one. <laughs> I have to accept the nomination. Huh? Hey, I have no, to accept the Not nomination. in your absence, you don't. <laughs> oh, is that right? Huh? In the club constitution. Depends when you go to the toilet. Uh, yes, really. <laughs> clever, clever. Uh, that's about it, isn't we've, it? Mate, we've elected presidents that way before. Have you? Somebody's out, the, out of the room. Oh, yep. Motion carried. And oh, he goes. Ah, is that how Rob got the job? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for episode 127 of The Reverse Stick, The Global Hockey. Oh, it just turned itself off. That's the one. Podcast. <laughs> Uh, don't forget you can catch up with us on the socials on Twitter on Instagram and on Facebook all at the reverse stick please do share with your friends like and subscribe uh, we're on YouTube as well search the reverse stick give that a little like um, and of course do us a favour tell your mates we'll script next week's show we won't be as tired have you had a big week we had a big week big week yeah yeah, yeah, it took me a couple of days to get over beating your ass on the hockey field on Monday night. Uh, so Tuesday night. You, you only scored on, on, we don't count goals scored yeah. beyond 10 metres. Dropped so. my phone down the toilet last week after this recording the show as well. Absolute disaster. <laughs>
Well, they weren't being made in Brom anymore. They're being made in China. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a lot about them that's a little bit clever. And look, it's Land Rover. So it's but just made me think that it's got a it's got a good name, John. The Land yeah, Rover. Two things you like. You like the Land. You like Rovers, don't you? Yeah. 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 Like Ruck Rover. Ruck Rover. So, Ruck yeah. Rover. Ruck, um, Ruck Rover. Ruck. Yeah, no, I know. I was just giving you um, an no, alternative, but, Rover. I'm just thinking. You know what, the, 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 the stuff that's good about it mm-hmm. is good well, the paint, old... The paintwork, that's one thing that's not no, good about it. Good old-fashioned meat and potatoes, stuff like the good old Series 1 and 2, you know, back in the bloody early days of Land Rovers. The things that they were really good at and did, this one, this doesn't... Is, it's like that, meat and potatoes. Okay. All the fancy... You know, none of it works. Leave the fancy bollocks over engineering to the Germans. Right. Really? Yeah. They, they, they. That's what they specialise in is well, fancy well, over. That, that, them and the Russians, fancy that's over what engineering. The, that's what the Belgians are saying. The Belgians are saying to the uh, indoor side at the moment, aren't they? Well, Leave the fancy stuff to the. Oh no, it was the Dutch. No, was it? No, the it was Germans, Germans are yeah, stuff, were not it? Yeah. They're probably giving them a, a, a flogging based on uh, you know precision and accuracy. I gotta say, look, if you've got something to do, just go and do it, folks, and just like click forward to the last thirty seconds. I have no idea where we're going here. Oh, I flogged you the other night, <laughs> straight on your ass. <laughs> Boom. Fifty. I took, and who won the free hit? Yeah, but who ended up on their ass? <laughs>